Hey Disneyland, hey Disney World, you're now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Mike TV. And that's Jen Diz. Today we will introduce you to our friend Gabriel. We'll share how Disney equals therapy. And we'll be taking a trip on the Recap Railroad with tribute ports from both coasts. Whoop, 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 whoop. So guess what? This past week was Walt Disney's birthday himself. How cool was that? Isn't it crazy? He would have been 120 years old, I think, on Sunday. Wow. What? Isn't that crazy to think about? I wish he could see all the things, all the innovation that has happened. He would have loved it. Right. Totally. And I always kind of trip out on the idea that I probably would have never been able to meet Walt. Like, I feel like, oh, I wish he hadn't passed away early because I could have met him. But... It, like 30 years ago, I was 10 and he would have been 90. So it's like. I think if we were like adults or a little bit younger than him and we lived back then, we would totally find a way to see him, though, right? We would. Oh, we would so. Yeah. We would already be just as crazy as we are now. I know it. <laughs> He'd be like, okay, <laughs> back off, Disney Holics. Yeah, I'm like, oh, here they come. Here's those people again. <laughs> so the innovation since he died and now is so incredible and, and technology happens so fast i pulled a clip from a tv show back in 1956 called what's my line it was a game show uh the host Ooh. was john daly and on one of the episodes walt disney himself was the special guest so check this out interested in, in what uh, you think now about television after two or three years of exposure well it's wonderful it's wonderful you get to uh reach people in a sort of an immediate way with uh, the pictures you work for years and uh, then it's quite a while before you know how uh, what you're working on is going to come out how it's going to be received but with television you know uh, well in a very short time do you find it's, it's a burden water over the other working habits or oh no no i think some... i found it very stimulating very stimulating for the whole staff everybody it's been a, a great stimulus for the whole oh, organization that's fine that's good mm -hmm. you know because that makes it sound like mr walt disney is going to stay in television which is what i really wanted him to do <laughs> walt thanks I very much it. <laughs> it's glad to have you with us and nice to have been our guest will you say hello to bennett mr. mr walt wow. disney i love how they say that like mr willy wonka <laughs> they always add right? mr back then <laughs> Wow, that's so cool. I, I kind of feel the same way, uh, like, podcast versus Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we're the film feature, and Instagram is the TV. <laughs> and he would have loved that, right? It seems like he likes that instant gratification loop with his fans. He would or... have been all over TikTok. Right. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, Walt. Uncle Walt. So cool. Well, happy birthday to yes, Walt Yes, happy birthday, Walt. Um, and then moving on to our next topic, it's kind of one of those ones I don't necessarily know how to phase into and or out of or anything, but we wanted to share with, um, the Disney Holics that, um, 
We recently lost one of our very dear friends, Gabriel, and he was a Disney-holic like the rest of us. So um, one of the reasons I wanted to share this was because I, we, I don't know, like you haven't been too quiet, but I've been very quiet recently. Like just kind of when things start going down in real life, I shut down on the internet. So it's just oh, kind wow. of what I do. So um, lots of people take it to the internet, right? Like it just t- kind of depends on how you grieve and what your energy levels are. And mine drop significantly when something happens. So um, we just wanted to kind of maybe even dedicate this episode to Gabriel or dedicate part of our podcast to him. He was not only a Disney-holic, but a Disney-holic show listener. Uh-huh. One of our right? only friends that actually listened to our yeah, show, seriously. you know, from our, you know, our core circle, which we call the Box of Friends. So we've all known each other since high school, including Gabriel, and have been going to Disneyland on and off with, with each other and different people as our, you know, the friendships kept changing around. Um, but yeah, that was one of the constants. It was every now and then, especially the three of us would go to Disneyland, um, like over the last 10 years or so after we converted him to an annual pass yeah. holder. I'll never forget that. So back in uh, story time, should we do like a hashtag story yeah, time? Yeah, story time. <laughs> back in 2015, we did a Box of Friends trip, which is our main core group of friends that we've all been friends for over 25 years. And we went to Disneyland because we hadn't done it yet. We were like, we've been friends for 20 plus years. How have we not gone to Disneyland yet? Especially there's three really hardcore Disney holics in our group, right? right? Um, Gabriel was on the fence still, I think, at that point until this trip. Yeah, then he became the fourth, right? Yeah. We're talking (laughs) about D Wild. Shout out to Danielle. Shout out Danielle. Then us two. And then Gabriel. So on this trip, we just had loads of fun and we ended up getting him to upgrade his I think it was a three-day ticket to an annual pass by the end of the trip and we took so many photos like we have photos of him like holding his annual pass out close to the camera and like we were all proud and excited and just like excited for our future trips where we knew he was going to start going really often so many photos like if you have uh the photo pass Y'all got to take advantage of it because we're so <laughs> glad that we take all these pictures because right. we go back in their memories. Um, and then, you know, in sad cases like this, we have all those memories now captured, which is really sweet. Yeah. I remember when um, we found out of his passing, one of the first things I had started to do was collecting photos uh, to give to his family. And like they're here and there. There's some kind of weird ones, funny ones, whatever. But then I hit the jackpot with the photo pass. Like there was just so many really good photos of all of us in Disneyland. Like they make you look good. They have the angles, (laughs) the lighting, like everything. It looks good. And we had so many really fun photos with him, especially like with the backdrop, like Disneyland. Right. The other thing that I thought was interesting for fellow Disney holics to hear is, you know, when you, when we all say like, oh, when I die, I want you to do this at my funeral, X, Y, Z. So we found out from one of his friends that we should all attend his service, his memorial in Disney clothes. That's what he wanted, according to her. And what a difference that made to show up to a service. Of course, it was still super sad and a lot of crying and hugs, but colorful shirts and outfits and Disneyland and, you know, all that kind of stuff all around. Yeah, there's quite a few people Disney bounding too, including right. myself. Uh, Nicole did Disney bound. I can't remember. Did you Disney bound? I don't even remember. <laughs> I did. Um, I did like a 
little nod to Peter Pan because both him and I really love Peter Pan. That's right. Um, yeah, so I had a little bit of Peter Pan stuff on. Got it, got it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, the reason, another reason we bring this up is just to kind of talk about how much Disney parks really like kind of work as this whole other aspect of life for us as far as therapy being that like actual happy place where you can go when things are not so great in life and maybe even if temporarily it can make you really happy and with that I think we should go straight into our trip reports what do you think yeah let's do it because I know both of us got a lot cheered up on our individual trips from coast to coast so starting off with Disneyland I'm gonna interrupt you real quick I forgot the whole reason that we decided to dedicate this episode to Gabriel is because it's his birthday this coming weekend. So yes, December eleventh. Yes, always nice to celebrate people on also the same birthday as your man Jacob. Jacob's birthday is this weekend too. I know it's so so complicated. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this episode's for you, Gabe, and we're gonna start off in Disneyland. I'm gonna help us get there, Jen. All right. Those who just joined us, welcome aboard the Disneyland Railroad. To ensure a safe ride, remember to stay seated with your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the train. And please, watch your kids. Para su seguridad, permanezca sentado y mantenga las manos, brazos, pies y piernas dentro del tren. Y cuide a los pequeños. Gracias. Yes. Okay, you know what? <laughs> The Disneyland Railroad was on my list of things to do. I did not get on it. Yikes. (laughs) So now I feel like I just wrote it. That is fantastic. So, so yes, my trip to Disneyland was um, a little spontaneous. Um, I was already planning to go the weekend prior to. However, that was the weekend of Gabriel's funeral, which obviously came um, after I had already planned the trip. So obviously I had to cancel. But I was able to snatch some Disneyland reservations the very next weekend so I'm like screwed I'm going it was not ideal it was like Thursday through Saturday instead of a Friday through Sunday weekend because the reservations weren't available so I just like said you know what I'm just gonna make it work I didn't even tell anybody I was going I just like I mean I told my friends but I didn't tell anybody at work I was like I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna work during the day from the hotel room I'm gonna go to the park at night and it was so nice. I didn't like have to worry about work being upset that I'm leaving. I got all of my work done. So it's not waiting for me when I get back. And then I was able to roll out of the hotel at like 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. each day and go to the park and then have a full day on Saturday too, which was really cool. I mean, I left at like 7 p.m. or something. So nearly a full day. Um, So that's kind of like the vibe of the, the trip. It was kind of a little bit of both work and play. But I happen to really enjoy that, I've noticed. So that is uh, quite nice. Also, I was right across the street from a Starbucks, which helped a lot. So Yeah, it's like instead of work-life balance, it's like work-play balance, I think, is what, yes. what works for me and you. <laughs> exactly. That's a great way to say that. Um, so I had a long list of things to do on this trip. And I thought, or not long, but I have a list of things to do. So I thought I would... Maybe just say a couple highlights first and then um, go straight into just like telling you how well I did on my to-do list. Yeah, let's do it. I just think it's funny. Um, So like I said, I went to the parks. I had DCA two of the days as reservations and Disneyland is one of the days. However, two of them didn't matter because I got there after 1 p.m. So This was like the second weekend of Festival of Holidays? 
Is that right? Yes. It was the second weekend of that. Yep. Um, and then the third day was the day I could only get DCA as a reservation. And I really realized how much DCA is not my park. Like it's just <laughs> not my park. I, I was there by myself because all my friends had reserv- uh, reservations for Disneyland. So even though I knew people that were going to be around, I was by myself in DCA, which normally is fine. You guys all know I can do solo trips totally fine. But for some reason, being there in the morning slash afternoon by myself in DCA, I felt lost and I got a little bored, which never happens in Disneyland, right? (laughs) I was bored. I sat down. I did a live because I just kind of felt and it also was like, you know, my feelings and stuff, too. Like it was I was a little sad and stuff. So it's just kind of catching up to me at that point. Um, but it's I not as I cozy. Said, it's not it's as not. cozy of a park. It doesn't feel right? lovey. Like you're, you're totally right. That warm hug we were talking about before. Like it just. It's not there with it, DCA. It's not necessarily there, at least for me. Um, so I felt a little like awkward almost. Like I remember Jacob wanted a one of those chocolate smash bars from Avengers Campus. And I mobile ordered it. And then I had like 30 minutes until it was ready. So I was just like. What do I what do I do? Like I don't know what to do. I felt so weird. So I just hopped on a live, which is always fun connecting with his other Disney holics and just kind of chatting the time away. And Raul popped on. He's eTicket55, friend of mine, and he mentioned that I should have been going to the Animation Academy this whole time. And I if I could like kick myself, <laughs> I mean I guess I could, but like I didn't. But I should have because Animation Academy is right around the corner from Avengers Campus, and it's amazing in there, and it it does have that warm hug feel. I think that's one of the most Disney-vibe places in the entire park, actually. Yeah, you step in, it's just like all their animation showcased all around you, and then you can draw a character if you go to the Art of... What is it? Academy of Arts? Art of... Animation... (laughs) Art of... Animation Academy. Animation (laughs) Academy, which... Is always hidden. Like, I forget that's in there. Right? Totally. And, like, even the big room where you sit and watch the big screens, like, the lighting is low. It's, like, it's like comfortable and sweet in there. Like, I just, I should have been there the whole time. That would have tra- probably completely fixed my whole, f- like, vibe going on. But needless to say, I didn't go there in time. I was just kind of waiting for that 1 p.m rope drop to happen for park hoppers so i can get over to disneyland at that point that's interesting there's now an afternoon park hopping rope drop in our minds right totally yep and that was also my first time doing that right at one o'clock and i the line was insane like it reached almost all the way back to dca to get into disneyland oh (laughs) and dca had hardly anybody there so it's obvious like what park is you know we all know disneyland's more popular anyway but like it was it was crazy. I think I took like a half an hour to get in to Disneyland. And so I was meeting my friends. and I was like, I'm headed over to Disneyland. They're like, we're going to go to Plaza Inn and wait for you. And I'm like, sorry, sorry, sorry for like 30 minutes because I didn't <laughs> think it would. I was like in Disney or DCA thinking it would take me like five minutes to hop over. Right. And it was like, You're like I'm on time. my way. OMW for 30 yeah, minutes so that might be a good um tip is that if you are hopping and you can and you're not like me sad and depressed and bored like maybe <laughs> find something to do for an extra hour so you don't hop right at one o'clock do they still have the free mess. sourdough bread or is that gone that is there Ooh. i can't remember if they started doing it again or not oh because covid 
Yeah. That's when I Same could do... Same with the do... chocolates. I don't know. It's always on and off even before COVID, so... Oh, that's true. At least the Ghirardelli's right there individually wrapped. Um, yeah. But I could do the bread all day. All day, every day. <laughs> if only they had those tortillas and it was your birthday, you'd get like a pack of 10. I'd be snacking on really? that Really? That's gone? Yep, that's gone. Yeah. That's where Ghirardelli's is now. Oh, got it. Yeah. Which, so, by the way... Fair trade. Random thing that we've seen before so if you're in the Ghirardelli shop and you look at the wall behind the cast members it there's an earthquake and the Golden Gate Bridge shakes and all that kind of stuff yeah it's really cool it's like really hitting those San Francisco vibes it's like here let's what what is San Francisco famous for oh earthquakes Earthquakes, (laughs) trigger warning (laughs) right So anyways, so that was just one piece. And I just thought I'd mention that because it was very unique to our new life of reservations, right? Like it was, I just kind of was stuck. I didn't know where to go and only because of that. So anyways, I made it over to Disneyland for the rest of the day, found my friends. Everything was great. Um, And then let's hop into my to-do list. So lots of times when I'm planning for a trip in advance, I will like put things that I want to make sure I do because I have a horrible memory so i will write them down as like a to-do list almost if when i'm there um everything's flexible it's if i want to do it i know it's just there it's just reminders that i wanted to do it at some point (laughs) so the first thing was eat things off the foodie guide and the reason i put this on my to-do list is because i'm terrible at trying things off the foodie guide like i just always have been like i just What's Don't the like waiting in the lines for them. By the way, huh? what's the foodie guide? That's an official one or a blog? Yes. Oh, yeah. Cool. So they always have like any season that comes out, they have a new foodie guide that has like the special treats that are at all the restaurants in Disneyland or whatever. Oh, okay. And then in addition to that, they'll have the foodie guide for the food and wine or whatever it is, the festival booths over in DCA. So there's like two separate guides going on at this point. Um, but one is like for just the Disneyland parks in general. Um, So I did try two things, and I was very proud of myself. One of them was the first night I got there, I tried the holiday cookie churro, and this is topped with crushed ginger snaps and holiday spices with a vanilla dipping sauce. And I bought this churro at Town Square, marched all the way down Main Street. This is like as soon as I got in the park. It was already dark. I marched all the way down, and then I sat. I'm sorry. I watched the Disneyland band, the Disneyland band first. Then I got Ooh. my churro. Then I marched down Main Street, sat in front of the castle, and ate my churro. And I was just like the happiest person. Like wow, a like live band performing. Was... You got your churro and you marched over <laughs> to the place. <laughs> That's like just my favorite type of day at Disneyland. So I was like, I already hit it. I've only been here for a half an hour, right? Like I already feel amazing from how I did an hour ago. So that was good. Um, and then another thing I tried off the foodie guide was the holiday gray stuff. Now, this is the gray stuff at the Red Rose Tavern. Um, it's really good. It has like a red velvet center I completely forgot about. I guess it's been a long time since I had it. Um, and then the gray stuff, if you haven't had it before, it tastes like cookies and cream. But it's supposed to uh, be the gray stuff from Beauty and the Beast. But now they have like holiday sprinkles on it. And then they have a, a chocolate yellow star on the top so it looks like a christmas tree oh that's cute very cute yeah so that was fun it wasn't really different like the flavor was exactly the same i didn't realize that um it just looks cute try the gray stuff it's delicious don't believe me ask Ask the bitches the dishes (laughs) (laughs) profanity 
<laughs> Whoops, you should censor me on that one. Beep, beep. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So anyways, the next few items on my list were visit Plaza Point again and look deeper into it. This was the new Christmas store that had a Main Street. Um, I also put another to-do point that says, are the Christmas ornaments still on sale next door? And what happened to the Christmas stuff in Fantasyland? So I actually did all these. I went back to Plaza Point. There's still like no Hanukkah stuff. There's like tiny inch of Hanukkah stuff in there. So like wow. people saying there's a ton of Hanukkah stuff. I don't know what they're Was talking about. Was there any about. Thanksgiving <laughs> stuff? No. Jeez. Just Christmas and, and any itsy itsy bit of Hanukkah and that's it. Um, and then I went into the store next door where all of the holiday ornaments used to be. And they're no longer in there. It's like just other merchandise like the mugs have kind of spilt over into that area kind of deal so that's kind of out it got pushed down to the end and then the store that used to be the holiday store in um fantasyland is closed right now so they're probably figuring out what they're going to do with that but that's the update there so just want to get those updates and another update i I had on my to-do list was to go see if there's any updates in new orleans square and i just realized I didn't walk through New Orleans Square one time this trip. What? What? That's like the what? most festive of all festivities. Crazy. I know. The decor. It just didn't happen. I don't know what happened. I, I remember walking after closing, like very late at night along the rivers of America. So I think I took that nighttime trip, which I normally do through New Orleans Square, down by Rivers of America for some reason instead. Oh, but that's it, also beautiful. It was still amazing, yeah. so it's fine. But I was like, Jen, how did you not go to New Orleans Square during the holiday season? But hey, things happen. I also didn't go on Pirates, so wow. things happen. Go with the flow. You went with the flow. You had I your list. I went with the flow. You know, And you know, I went on things. the Haunted Mansion like four times, so there's that. That's your flow. That's your flow. <laughs> that's my flow. Um, all right, what else do we have here? Uh, clear out Fantasyland on Thursday night is how I wrote it on my to-do list. <laughs> clear it out, which means go on all the rides because Thursday night is your only chance before it gets crowded for the weekend. And I went on every single one of those rides in probably about 45 minutes at the very end of the night. There was nobody there, which is just the best thing oh, ever, that's including best. Alice in Wonderland. So. But not Mad Hatter Tea Cups. And then there's also it. something about when you're closing out a land or the park, you can still hear the music, you know, pumping at regular volume, but it's so quiet at the same time around you. It's my favorite. That's actually right. one of the reasons I love New Orleans Square so much after closing is because you can hear all the ambiance that sometimes you don't realize is just literally fake ambiance, like the people like clinking their glasses and the dishes and stuff that they do. It's it's all oh, made for it. background sound. It's really, really cool. Um, all right. And then I have on here, have at least one treat yourself moment. I was like, I got to spoil myself and buy myself something on this trip. The very next bullet point under that says buy necklace and ear, buy necklace and earrings that you wanted dash tacky eighties. So that is that a certain line they have out right now? (laughs) It's not really. There's just randomly these earrings that are shaped. They're like, um, plastic and they're cut in the shape of the castle and they're in three pieces does this sound familiar oh yeah like like a bracelet uh trinkets charms kind of but it's like pretty big and it's in their dangly earrings and they're neon colors they look very i don't know anything about that one oh my gosh i'll have to show you they're insane i probably will never wear them but i just wanted them i was like just get them for yourself so i bought those i bought this necklace that says disneyland resort on it 
and I bought a puffy warm jacket because it was freezing. One of the first times I've been cold in Disneyland and I don't even know how long. And I bought this really cute baseball tee Disneyland shirt. So I spoiled myself a tiny bit. I walked home with two big bags in my hands, which is just kind of a cool feeling. <laughs> like, Oh, I, I do like that shopping feeling. Shopping bags. Yeah. Right? It's like a pretty woman moment. What color exactly. was your um, <laughs> baseball tee? What, oh, what color? Yeah. I ended up getting blue. Oh, okay. Because I know that they always have those puke colors that you hate. So you found yes, something. Yes, I hate this. <laughs> I can't do, I call them baby shit colors. I can't do those colors. But this one came in bold. There was like yellow, but it was like bold yellow. Um, there was a purple, blue, but I went with the blue and it was nice. It's like a light blue. Not baby blue, but like a lighter than royal blue, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. 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 Anyway, all right. And then I have go see Doctor Strange at night on Thursday. Didn't happen. I didn't leave Disneyland once. I was too happy in my space. I didn't walk out of that park. So didn't see Doctor Strange. I also didn't see him the rest of the time. So to this day, I still have yet to see the Doctor Strange show. Neither have I. Neither have I. You got to at least see (laughs) Agatha, though, right? Set up in that area. Yeah. Yep. I think that's like more interesting. I'd rather see that. (laughs) Oh, really? Than Doctor Strange. I don't know. I just really like her. It seems like he has his whole like show and it, sh- it looks really pretty or I haven't, I haven't looked because I'm trying not to see it spoiled, but I've heard people say it's really pretty and you have to go at nighttime and I'm just never in DCA at nighttime. So oh like, yeah. There's like a lot of lights involved probably. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, it, they do it during the day too, but they, everyone recommends going at night to watch it. So still doesn't happen. However, now we're in daylight savings time or whatever, vice versa. So now we have more time to see the Doctor Strange show, which is great. Um, and then I have Life Day with three exclamation points. Ooh. So while I was there, it was the weekend of Life Day, which if you are not familiar with Life Day, that is a holiday that is celebrated in the Christmas or the holiday special, which is a Star Wars movie that came out. It is wacky as all hell, cult classic. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. Um, it's not like... Oh my God, Star Wars. It's like funny, weird. How did this happen? Star Wars, right? Yeah. Is that how you would it's, say? <laughs> it's, it's hard to watch because it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but if you get through it, there's so many like little nuggets that people reference still. Right, right. right. It's, it's fun. It's like, yeah, like, like you said, I, I wouldn't say like watch it thinking you're going to watch a serious like jam-packed action movie or something. It's more like what the heck And it's all based on? on like it's grounded in Chewbacca and his family celebrating Life Day, mm-hmm. right? So the Wookiees are the ones that have Life Day, is that right? Right. And you get a lot of Wookiee action in this movie. Like you get you see a lot of Wookiees, which you haven't seen too much of before. It's all, about Chewie, so. all about the Wookiee. All about the Wookiee. All about the Wookiee. Oh my god. So were there Did you just bring up Limp Bizkit? Wookiees? <laughs> or just Chewie? Was there a lot of Wookiees out? At the park? Yeah. No, no. That would be cool, though. But they did have merchandise specially made for Life Day, which I thought was really oh. interesting. Um, so last year, obviously, Disneyland was closed. The year prior, Galaxy had just opened. And uh, fans, like Star Wars nerds, fans, whatever you want to call it, came in and celebrated Life Day on their own. And Disney was like, snap, like, we got to make merchandise and sell right? it to them, right? Like, <laughs> like quick Next time we have this life day, let's do it. So there were, um, if you've seen the movie, there are these like light up orb things. They had those. They had 
Starbucks mugs, they had t-shirts, they had patches and coins and all sorts of stuff that all celebrate Life Day on them. And I was just like, wow, this is actually a lot of merchandise for this super obscure holiday. That's really cute. I'm surprised. Yeah. I was very surprised. And there was multiple different um, pop-up like merchandise setups for this Life Day merchandise. And I was like, what the heck? I did not see this coming. But again, I loved it. I'll, I'll take anything obscure. I think it's so cool. Like when Disney gets off of their regular like Han Solo t-shirt and makes a Life Day shirt. Like, I'll take it. It's right? great. Yeah. We're the fans. <laughs> yep. Um, so that was mostly my to-do list. And then I had two other pieces which were easily the highlights of my trip. And the first one was see friends. Morgan was in Disneyland with her boyfriend, David, and I was so excited to see them. So I spent plenty of time with them both Thursday and Friday. Um, it was Morgan's birthday. Oh, yeah. And when I was there, it was also Mickey Mouse's birthday, too. Wow. Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Sorry. Wow. Hey, girl. It's hey. Shout out, Morgan. On the same day. Happy birthday, yep. Morgan, Minnie, and Mickey. Happy birthday. Walt and Gabe. There's so many. So many birthdays this <laughs> I know, episode. So many birthdays. Um, so we got to celebrate her birthday and um, just go hang around, hang out around DCA with her. And it was it was really great. Um, plus, I haven't seen her in a while, and she's moved now. So it was really nice to be able to just happened to be there the same weekend. It wasn't planned like that. We just found out we're going to be there. And I was like, yes, sweet. So that was cool. Um, I had plans to hang out with Lisa, Happy's Vegan on Earth. Um, our timeline did not seem to match up too well. The She's only there the last day I was there, and we were both, like, super busy. Um, so I only got to say hi to her on the way out. And there was a bonus that her sister Laura was there with her, too, which I did not realize. And I was so excited to say hi to both of them, which was very, very nice. Hey, girls. Um they were posted up waiting for the Christmas fantasy parade, and I was like, can I sit with you? Just kidding. I have to catch planes. Oh, so but that's anyway. back? Like an actual parade? Oh, yeah. Yep. Parades are back in Disneyland. Ooh. So. I do love a cavalcade, though. <laughs> You're like, no, can we keep Yeah, those, can we though, keep please? the cavalcades? Right. And then last but certainly not least is Yvonne and Gabby, and I got to see them pretty much all day Saturday. And I just love all of these people we had a great time together got to do a lot of catching up um which was just kind of falling back into that therapy piece was just like kind of nice to just meet up with some friends and talk and be casual and that's another bonus of having disney holic friends is like if i were to meet up with somebody that isn't a disney holic and is only there for one day it'd probably be madness trying to run around the park but instead like Yvonne, we're like, let's just go sit down at Red Rose Tavern and talk for an hour. Who cares? Like, it was great. It was like exactly what I needed. Hey, Yvonne, shout out to you too. What, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then last on my list was to watch tons of live music. Mm. Um, And this probably takes the cake for my weekend. This was like, I think... Again, leaning on the therapy aspect of going to the parks, this is kind of where I get out my emotions is in music and in dance. And I got to see the Disneyland band, like I mentioned, which was fun. Um, I actually only caught them for Flag Retreat, which ended up being like, have you watched Flag Retreat before? Like fully watched it? Yes, I have like a while back. It, or is it Mandela effect? I can see the people, the cast members oh, going maybe to you're the watching pole. watching one of my lives. 
Could be. But whatever it is, like I, I used to never stop for them and now I do. And it's really touching. It's very sweet. It's like powerful. They have this whole march thing they do and how they fold the flag and take down the flag. So it's just, it's one of those unique things that doesn't really feel Disney, but it, but totally is at the same time. Like, it's like that, um, that, you know, that Americana side of Disney. Yeah. So I guess it is really Disney. It's just like a different type of Disney. Very Main Street Disney. Very Main Street. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So that's just really cool. Um, the Disneyland Band plays and they are amazing as always. So I got to see them there. Um, I also got to see the Ragtime player and I was pretty bummed out because they moved him up on like the balcony where Jolly Holiday is. So like... It's like kind of on their porch at Jolly Holiday. And I was like, why are you stuck over in the corner? And the acoustics aren't good. So you can barely hear him from 10 feet away. Like, He's just... the one that plays the piano? Yes, the piano player, yep. Um, and I went over to him and I was watching him and nobody else was watching him, which is another thing. They put him right in the middle of a food court, basically. And like nobody's paying attention. <laughs> That's really weird. So sick. I don't know. I guess the Coke Corner, he was also in the middle of a bunch of tables of people eating, but... He's also right next to Main Street, so people could get that access of walking by and stopping for a show, you know? And getting really lured cool. in normally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now he's like kind of tucked away, and I, I'm i not a fan of the space, but I am a fan of the ragtime players. So I went over and watched him for a few sets. He is amazing. He's there all the time. I don't know his name. I should probably get his name because he is fantastic, and I've seen him a million times over. Oh, is um, the is the is the little mini show called that, or this particular performer is called that the ragtime what do you mean called what thing oh ragtime is just a style of music no i mean ragtime player is he like is the piano player that plays ragtime oh yeah that's what i mean i don't know if there's like a ragtime player and it's different cast members or if there's the one that that you like okay it's just this one i've seen him play a lot for some reason i've seen other players though too but hello 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 ragtime so cute um, and now I don't know if they, because a lot of times they'll put the ragtime player along with the Dapper Dans, but I don't know if they have space for that there anymore. So oh. that would be a little bummer, but could be also COVID. Like there's just not enough space in general to do a lot of that stuff anymore. So, um, but anyway, I had a moment with him because he was kind of like, I get awkward when any character or person or anything gives me too much attention. Cause I kind of just want to watch them and not have eye contact. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. weird. And so he kept looking at me because I was the only person standing there. So he's like kind of playing and singing directly to me, which was very sweet. But I was just starting to get awkward. And then I started daydreaming a little bit and being like, this is so awesome. Like, this is so Disney. If you were to take Disney and funnel it down, like this moment right now is so Disney. Like it just, ugh, I don't know. And then he finished his song and then I thanked him and I said, Disneyland wouldn't be the same without you and he got like so touched and i wasn't ready for that and he was like thank you like he was like oh like kind of like got flustered a little bit he's like thank you so much like you don't know how much that means and i was like crap and then my brain's like is he sad because he's shoved in the corner because i would be (laughs) i think he's just so happy that you're there as an audience yeah yeah he had like you know he probably misses the audience that he used to get on main street but anyway i'm just Assuming things now and speculating. But anyway, he was fantastic. If you guys ever have a chance to stop by and check him out, please do. Or any of the other ragtime players are all amazing. Um, And then I also saw Mostly Kosher play 
at least two times. Um, I think it was just two times. They are so much fun. It's a um, band that plays a lot of Yiddish songs, and then they um, teach not only about Hanukkah, but they also teach like how Yiddish music influenced other styles of music, like hip-hop, rock, like all sorts of stuff. And they sing that. You know that song that's like, Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone? Yeah. I'm not going to sing it. But they sing that song, and it's just like, it's so good. So this is highly recommended. This is at uh, Disneyland or DCA? Now we're at DCA. This is part of the Festival of Holidays. Sorry. Oh, cool. I, I moved on over without speaking a word. <laughs> um, but yeah, they are a ton of fun there at the Sonoma Terrace. I definitely recommend seeing them. Um, not only like will you have fun and you can dance a little bit, but you can also learn some stuff, which is pretty cool. I like that. I like when there's like a storytelling aspect to a live performance. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Like I didn't realize that Yiddish music influenced all these other styles. I had no idea. I had no idea. And now I know like how much it, you know, I mean, it's such an old style of music. So of course it like bleeds out into other genres, right? Which is kind of how it works. But I just hadn't thought about it that way. And they're like, sh- they like literally would show you like they, they'll sing a song one way, like the way we know it. And then they'll turn it into like a Yiddish version. And we're like, oh, I can totally hear how it works. Like very cool. So yeah, um, mostly kosher. Great. And then of course I have a very loud car in the background. Sorry. <laughs> you <laughs> I'm are just, like, trying to, we're like, recording stall, right in front of Autopia um, in the East Bay of California. I am on Autopia right now, you guys, while I'm recording this. Um, so last but not least is Fat Cat Swinger. And you know, and probably everyone how, who listens to our show knows how much I dearly love Fat Cat Swinger. And I have to say, if anything through this entire weekend was my moment of true therapy, it was when I was watching Fat Cat Swinger. I watched them... Two nights, because I was only there for two nights, both of their sets. So four sets all together. Um, and I... Oh, wow. You watched four sets. Two yeah. nights in a row. Wow, I love it. Dedication. Yeah. Did um, our good friend of the show, Marco, did he see you at all of these sets? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I always wonder if they can see us because when you're a performer and you have the lights on you, usually you can't see the crowd. Yeah. But they can, evidently. So, um, in fact, I should bring up what he said because I thought it was the sweetest thing. But um, I, this was just my moment of crying, like cry it out. Like there is, they just sing Christmas songs during um, the festival holidays. But they were hitting home for me. Like I was like Christmas songs. Just they they seriously, hit. Yep. <laughs> they hit home, and I was a mess for half of the show at least. But it was needed, and I I felt it was really good. I was by myself for most of it. Um, so when I was alone, that was kind of mostly when I kind of let myself cry it out a little bit more. Um, I was also with Morgan for a part of one of the shows, and that was really fun too because we got to dance along together to some of their songs which is just always a good experience but um so I wanted to say like not only about the therapy and the crying but I wanted to highlight three of the performers from this group because I've gotten to speak with all three of these people and I feel like they're so very nice and so very sweet and I wanted to just kind of give you an idea of who these people are on stage so first of all Marco we've had him on our show many times he's the lead of Fat Cat Swinger. He is amazing. He is a saxophone player, a singer. He does everything. But his stage 
value is literally next level. Like he, I can't, he's so animated, like his expressions on his face. He can go and he'll do like backbends doing the saxophone, like playing it, like just while doing a backbend. It's crazy. And along with the rest of the band, they have these motions they do together where they're just so animated and the show feels like this whole piece where you don't know where to look because there's so much going on. And they're a pretty big band, right? When they're all together live. So yeah, much to look yep. at. Exactly. Yeah. I know because you're so up close too. So it's like you have to kind of pan left to right to like see what you want to see. Um, and they call him Mr. GQ because he is always dressed so well. <laughs> you guys have to see pictures of his outfits. He has these suits and they are just so, so cool. Um. So anyways, I wrote him after the show and I said, hey there, thanks again for lifting my spirits this weekend through song and dance. I truly feel amazing. And then he wrote back, and this is just so sweet. He said, absolutely, and thank you for being out there singing along. That's There's something quite special about seeing smiles and every emotion from the stage, even, even though the bright lights that are much brighter this year than before, we can see through it and it's lovely. Oh, that's and then I cried again, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, thanks to Marco, he does this thing at the end of their their um, sets where they'll come out and meet the crowd. Like if you want to hang out and wait for a little bit, they come out, they'll take selfies with you, they'll meet and greet. And he introduced me to a couple people from his group. Um, and one of those people is Vitor, who is their uh, guitar player and Vitor has a much different demeanor, and this is just my my uh, word perception that I'm getting out of like watching the band. But he is kind of like the suave, like cool guy guitar player. Like he comes up Ooh, and he's okay. kind of like just kind of like barely smiling, like kind of cool guy, and he pulls it off so well, and it fits the style of music so well too. Um, and then he comes out and he plays his solo on the guitar and everybody screams and cheers and it's really amazing. So shout out to Vitor because you are amazing as well. And then I also want to give a shout out to Mark from Fat Cat Swinger who I think he played with Fat Cat Swinger as of the the last festival or not festival, um, food and wine festival. So this is his first festival of holidays and I feel like I've seen him with Fat Cat Swinger forever because he fits like a glove into that group. Like he has the stage presence like so perfectly done and I can't even explain him. He's like a ball of energy and he's a singer. So he's like the lead singer of the group most of the time. He's singing majority of the songs, at least for the sets I've seen. And he has like kind of like a big hairdo and he'll like swing his head around and his hair goes like flop, flop, flop. And then it'll land like perfectly somehow. It's just like amazing. And he's all dressed to the nines also. Um, and I had a really good conversation with him after one of their sets and I kind of loaded on him. I just met him. And I, <laughs> that was the I'm first time fragile... he met him. <laughs> oh my God. It was so bad. Sorry if you're listening to this, Mark. Apologies. But I was going through it, right? I was having my therapy session at Disney DCA without their knowledge. And I just kind of unloaded on him like what I was feeling during their set. Because he saw me probably crying or whatever. 
And I just kind of like told him what was going on and how I felt and how happy they made me. And he's like super sweet and took it really well and like talked to me through it and all this stuff. And I, afterwards I was like, Jesus Christ, Jen, like you just, <laughs> you just like literally unloaded on this poor guy. But I don't, think he felt that way hopefully he didn't seem like he did but I definitely was like shit I need to not do that ever again to people but regardless it was just what came out of my mouth at the time Um, but one thing that we talked about was their song Pure Imagination and this is the song everybody knows from Willy Wonka Um, and they have this different rendition that they created of this song that they sing and I just think it is beautiful and part of the song it's real quiet and it the whole crowd just kind of gets real silent and you just listen to the music and the best part is it part of it is like you know when they sing come with me and we'll be in a world of your imagination whatever in the very background you can hear and sorry Vitor is also playing this part on his guitar and it's just so like that's it's so good and it's like slowed down and then the best part, and I don't know if they've noticed this or not, they probably have, but you can hear people screaming on Incredicoaster very faintly in the background. And for some reason, it just sounds like, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It sounds so good because this song is about reaching for the stars, doing what you want to do, make yourself happy, and they're singing it so lovely and then there's this calming part and then you can hear screaming and it's kind of this weird contrast but you know people are having fun it's not like a bad screaming so it's just like this beautiful disney like picture of disney yeah it like helps you visualize it in the way that you want to using your pure imagination exactly see and that's another great point you bring up too at the very beginning they transition into that song by bringing up that quote by Walt Disney that says, as long as there's imagination left in the world, the world will never be complete, right? Oh, Some so. imagination, huh? Huh. <laughs> 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 yep. So anyways, that wraps up my trip. It was a beautiful time. I still feel worlds better than I did before I went. Um, so hopefully Disneyland can bring some therapy and peace of mind to you not just you, Mike, but all of you listeners, just as well as it did for me. Yes, please go to your happy place. Especially, yes. you know, there's seasonal affective disorder is real. We're heading into these <laughs> dark months. We got the o- Omicron. So get over to Disneyland <laughs> while you still can. Right. And get your therapy on. Get your therapy on. That is true. So um, speaking of you... And therapy and Disney. Yeah. You so also went on a trip. Let's head over to the East Coast and let's jump on this recap railroad. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Railroad. We're about to take a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom with stops along the way at Frontierland and Fantasyland. Sit tight and keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs well inside the train. We're leaving Main Street Station right now, so wave it goodbye. But if you stay on board long enough, by sooner or later, you'll be back. Para su seguridad, permanezca sentado y mantenga las manos, brazos, pies y piernas dentro del tren. Y cuide a los pequeños. Gracias. For an old conductor like me, there's no better place to ride the rails than the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. So, speaking of 
warm hugs like Disneyland got that same feeling in Magic Kingdom too. And we were texting each other and I think you're the one who told me that it feels like a warm hug and it truly, truly did going over there. Yes. I'm so glad you went. (laughs) So this trip was also pretty spontaneous. So I was looking at everyone's Instagram, sitting at home, kind of sad still. And a lot of people were at Disney World or Disneyland, and I was just getting pure FOMO, fear of missing out times (laughs) a thousand. And I can also tell that I would feel better if I went. And I did. So the night before I left, I just started planning. And I told my husband, Jerry, I was like, I'm going to go. Can I go? Is it fine? Is this weird? Is this too last minute? And he's like, no, it's not. It's totally fine. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. So, yeah, I got on a flight. Also, this is a good reason why those points come in handy, like those credit card points. Um, I got a really cheap flight because I got to pay with miles. And I did stay at a uh, Disney World resort, so not Disney Vacation Club. I have no more points for this year. And actually, it was a really good decision I think on my part because I got to now compare our last trip which was Disney Vacation Club housing and then this one which was back to a regular Disney was Disney World Resort and they're completely different experiences especially going that soon back to back so when we went to our trip at DVC you know Saratoga Springs Old Key West it felt like we were living there we also had a rental car so it felt like we lived there it was It was like real cute. It was like we were roommates for a couple of weeks. (laughs) And this one felt like more of like that bougie vacation vibe. Uh, Plus, it was also a shorter trip. So I was there for four nights and staying at the Coronado Springs Resort, which was literally the only resort available. And they had only one room type and it was a one king preferred. And I was like, this is it. This is telling me I need to go. So (laughs) I went and did it. gorgeous resort gotta give a shout out to our friend nick uh the second star to the right on instagram um because him and his husband joey recommended this hotel they couldn't stop talking about it in such a great way that i thought i might as well go it's there it's the only one available and i'm gonna get to check it out so coronado springs is a moderate resort but it feels like a deluxe so this seems to be like the chatter among disney world people is like why is it moderate it feels like a deluxe and it really does. It feels like, um, you know, like when we went to like Swan and Dolphin and then when we went to the Westin, it was like, it felt like that, like bougie. It smelled good. You know, when you walk into a yeah. lobby and it smells good. Oh, I rich. love a good lobby smell. <laughs> <laughs> so Coronado, you walk in and it's like that. Um, and it also doubles as a convention center, meaning it's huge. There's like facilities that go on for a while. And it's also a great place to work because similar to you, I went there without taking days off, spent a Sunday there, and then I just worked during the day on the weekdays. And what an amazing way to like stretch out after a day. Normally, I would go down to the basement and play video games in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) And this one, I, I walked outside in this beautiful lake of Coronado Springs, and then you could head over to the parks. So one thing about Disney's Coronado Resort is that the only transportation options to the parks are the buses. So I'm wondering if this has to do with that deluxe moderate. Also, though, Animal Kingdom is a deluxe. 
and doesn't have anything but buses. So who knows? I don't know if we'll ever get the answer uh, to this. But I know you and I love to figure out like operations. And why yeah. is this so affordable, com- you know, relative to the other deluxe and, and, and gorgeous. So the theme there is like Mexican Southwest vibe. They have like the three caballeros here and there. But it's also cute. really subtle, which is super cute. So, yeah, that's where I stayed. Disney's Coronado. The restaurant there is really cool. It's called Three Bridges. And you and I always have trouble finding late night food at Disney World. Oh, my God. I was so jealous when you told me about this place. I couldn't believe it. Literally so jealous. It's weird, right? (laughs) It was open till midnight on most on actually every night. It was open till midnight, even though some of the parks close at like eight or nine. And so I thought, okay, very nice. I can head back home or home to the hotel room and pick up food so you could do a mobile order. It's a gorgeous sit-down restaurant, and it's outside in the middle of a lake. So there's three bridges that go into the middle and the center of this giant lake, and that's where the restaurant is. Um, Three Bridges Bar and Grill. Very nice people there. The, The cast members were awesome. I got this sangria wine flight. My first night, like I just went to the room, put all my stuff down. <laughs> I was like, that restaurant looks cute. And then the server was like, oh, would you be interested in a sangria wine flight? And I you say no more. He's like, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> of course. I'll so, take two. <laughs> delicious. Delicious. And they had this. I know it's like a Mexican restaurant, but I had this burger there. Uh, but because it, it has like <laughs> manchego cheese. It's like. It's like their version of it. It has like a a chili in it or something. Yeah, (laughs) and it was really good. I ate that hamburger all four nights in a row for dinner. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because you know when you find something good and you just don't want to chance it and ruin your night? Midnight burgers. Screw it. If that's how you're vibing, go with it. Like, hey, I already have my dinner plan. I don't have to think about it. It's delicious. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. And then I had my Diet Coke cans in the little fridge. So it was every night. Um, I of those four nights just ended beautifully with a burger and some Diet Coke. And then starting <laughs> the next day, I finally got to start using Genie Plus. And I know we can do a full episode pretty much on that entire program. We also found out that today, as this episode is posted, this Wednesday, December 8th, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane are finally coming to Disneyland. It will be slightly different than Disney World, but more or less the same. And so... My experience at Disney World is what I want to talk about. The Genie Plus program, the concept of it, including Lightning Lane a la carte. So just a quick reminder because this is confusing. So there's the Genie service, which is free, and that app will tell you where you could go and give you tips to what's not as long of a line or where you should go to eat. Free service. And it's based on your preferences. So before you... Um, rub the lamp it asks you for all the things that you like like do you like princesses star wars adventure thrills not thrills food and then it creates these itineraries for you Uh, and then genie plus is the paid version it's 15 bucks and it does all of that except the rides that it recommends you can actually book them and you can save a time you can only book one at a time and this is where this is where the downside was introduced so I paid 15 bucks, and on some of the days, the ride that I wanted was maybe 7 o'clock p.m., and maybe the par- one of the parks closed at 8 that day. And so I come in at, like, 2. I book the 7 o'clock, and I can't use Genie Plus the rest of the day, pretty much. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, because you have to use that one yeah, before you can get like a new one. Yeah, it holds on to it. And usually the ones that are late night are popular because they're running out, right? In that case, my example, it was Peter Pan when I was at one of the Magic Kingdom nights. So essentially paid $15 to ride Peter Pan. And the other thing about Genie Plus, it has so much more that I kept forgetting about that's perfect for solo trips. Mind you, I didn't use it, so we got to try it again next time. They have these storytelling <laughs> narration things that it looked really cool. So if you're like by Spaceship Earth, you can go in the app and you'll hear somebody talking to you about Spaceship Earth and it's a narration. So, so mad because cool. you know that was what we're planning on doing, we right? We wanted to do that. <laughs> Disney Holics narration. <laughs> right. I mean, we could still do it our versions yeah. of the same thing, but I was like so gung-ho about having an entire separate season set up with just listen or like ride throughs to uh, listen to while you're on the ride. It would have been so Whoops. cool. But yeah, like you said, we can still do it. Um, <laughs> I haven't tried this one. So my assumption is that it's sort of like a museum tour when you put the headphones on. And there's also a lot of really cool filters that only activate when you're near certain landmarks like the castle. But you can only access that if you pay the $15 for Genie Plus. Okay, so very confusing. And then there's the Lightning Lane a la carte. So if you want to buy something just to get on and you don't want to deal with Genie Plus and it's a popular attraction, you can do that too. And that's what I did at Epcot. So I paid the Lightning Lane a la carte for Ratatouille, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Not even my favorite ride, one of my least favorite rides. But I thought, oh, I'll give it another shot. When we wrote it, it was like opening week and it was stressful. So let me give it a shot. And I also am going to have lightning lanes. I'm just going to mosey right on in, which I did. So that's when I felt the value because I saw I saw how long the line was for people with boarding groups. Do you remember that? And yeah, as I say, and that's boarding groups, right? Because yeah. are they still on boarding groups, right? Still full boarding groups only yeah. and lightning lane only. And nobody was there in the lightning lane. I went, boop, I think my... I, pressed my magic band on the thing it sparkled and I pretty much walked straight onto the ride I would say maybe five minutes total because of um, walking and then there's one part when you hit the Paris entrance with the chef talking it's like a little bit of a pre-show but yeah essentially it was a walk-on with lightning lane so in that in that sort of moment I thought okay this concept is cool because I wouldn't have been able to get the boarding group. I did not want to wake up early and do all that nonsense for this ride. But I did want to check it out again. So I thought, ah, I'll pay it so that I could see what it's like and talk to Jen about it. So the ride was still not that great. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was very confused. Uh, I was watching your stories that day and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm going on ride it too. And I was like. He's just having a good time, I think, because he's oh, just totally. not normally that excited about Ratatouille. This whole Disney therapy. But I was therapy. very happy for your vibe because that was like where I wanted you to be. Right. The Disney therapy just, it plussed everything. Everything <laughs> yeah. was making me happy. Like a leaf would blow by me and I was like, oh, it's like Disney. It's so and we're at beautiful. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And every cast member that was nice to me, like just made my day and put a smile on my face and you could, it like bounces back you know they yeah, see it too yeah. and it just everyone's in a good mood um so yeah that definitely added to it and it's still it's a cute ride the the problem i noticed with remy's adventure is number one it's 
it's Rise of the Resistance vehicles, more or less, but it doesn't do all the cool things that Rise of Resistance does. So it's just kind of like this weird version of a trackless ride, and I just cannot get over the screen bottom. You, yeah. you, you just drive right up to a screen, and you could see the bottom and the floor and the, the, the scratch marks of the floor. <laughs> like, this doesn't <laughs> feel like I'm running through a kitchen with Remy. Right. I'm still there with you as well. <laughs> uh, and Shannon, I know our good friend, Scott, a.k.a. Disneyland Nurse, loves this ride. So to each their own. My favorite part, He's though, a little biased, though, because that's his favorite Pixar film. Ah, okay. So, like, There you go. You just throw that. it in. You'll like it. I yeah. still love the very last part <laughs> where you smell the fresh bread. Yes. Amazing. Um, yeah. So that's how I did my night. I did ended it in France. Um, I was trying to get into the crepe restaurant, which I actually had reservations for. And reservation, I showed up at that time. It was about a 35-minute wait. And then I sat down and the lady was like, oh, by the way, we're out of this, 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 and that. Like pretty much all the savory crepes that people like. And so I was just like, thank you. And I left because I <laughs> wanted to go see Harmonious. And I just thought, stay here and eat a mediocre crepe that I don't want or just leave. And, and you're like, I'm going to go back to that burger anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't know, like all my anxiety was out the door this trip. I just straight up left while she was walking around. And then I happened to see her on my way out. And I was like, hey, I'm going to leave. And she was like, uh, OK, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't order any. Luckily, I didn't order not even a soda. I just had water. Oh, I hate so. when it happens when you have to leave because of whatever and you already bought a soda. Yeah, like, just that soda. Oh, and I have to awkward. pay for it and it's so awkward. Um, and so then I ran out to Harmonious, found an amazing spot. Okay, because this was, this was a Sunday night on Thanksgiving weekend, right? And it was not crazy at all crowd-wise. And it's such a huge lake. And I guess if you don't know where to stand, right? You said when you watched it in person there's certain places you stand where the the little that round thing is in the wrong place or the right place right yeah i mean you have to be on either side of it but if you're on the side of it you can't see any of the projections really so I mean, weird. you can see them on those taco things that you're saying but. yeah these taco shaped <laughs> things so i looked up online and someone's blog kept describing the the outside screens of harmonious the as the taco barges <laughs> yeah and um and so I looked it up and they, they on the blog, it said the best places to sit. So hot tip out there, stand or sit is like Italy is the best place if you want to see everything, including that middle circle and Spaceship Earth in the background. And then the other great side is from the front. Uh, oh, what is that called? The front is called something like navigation or seas world not oh, world showcase it's, it's something like that it's the entrance to the world showcase and that's the other place that's a great view but you don't get spaceship seven Earth. seas lagoon seven seas lagoon <laughs> um but they call the entrance something it's gonna it's gonna wreck i gotta wreck rack my mind so i saw harmonious <laughs> and this is my first time seeing it in person right my bar was low I really but your vibe was it. high. Vibe was your high. Your vibe was high, though. Expectations that vibe low. Was and so I, ha- high. I had a good spot, and I only waited like five minutes. So it was one of those things where it was just everything was just lining up, you know, which was perfect for a therapy session. For whatever reason, the the Earth and Gaia herself <laughs> was just giving me good vibes. But the reason why I liked Harmonious more than I thought was. 
being there by myself and sort of just thinking about everything, just everything going on in the world, I, I finally got what they were trying to do, whether or not it hits or not, but just trying to unite everybody through music and song and nations and language. And yes, there's no like storyline, but I don't know. It just, it hit me and I got it and it's beautiful and the fireworks are beautiful and the music was great. <laughs> so there, I, I don't know, something about that night, everything hit <laughs> the way it should be, the way it should. So Sweet. Uh, that was Epcot. I did go to Epcot again at some point and I wanted to just quickly mention the live music. So you went to see Fat Cat Swinger and now I know what you mean. So I happened to be walking around Epcot and there was a like a gospel band, they're called Joyful. And apparently they play a few shows every day during the Inter Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, right? And Disneyland <laughs> is called what? Festival of the Holidays. Right. So confusing. Or Festival of Holidays, I think. So no, confusing, the. right? One has the the and one doesn't. Always um, like that. But it's just moseying on by. Sort of like you said, when the piano player is in the right spot, it lures you. Mm -hmm. They sure did lure me in. There wasn't that many people, maybe like 50 people. So I sat down right at center stage in the middle on the ground. And I felt the spirit in me. I'm not even religious. <laughs> and they were singing. They sang songs about Kwanzaa. They sang about Christmas songs. They sang everything. And they sang about Jesus. <laughs> and so they were right there in front of the lagoon. It was a beautiful day. There was kids dancing. It's just another one of those moments. And I think I'm actually planning on... I'm editing this episode, right? So I think I'm going to play out the end of the episode later with a performance from Joyful. So you can get a little nice. bit... I, I recorded a couple of their sets. Just, again, it gives you that. Holy Spirit, my cup was full after that. Holy Spirit. Get that. Holy Spirit. Um, you know so what? Actually, that's something that's like worthwhile mentioning too and this also um, fits in with Fat Cat Swinger is that some of these live acts that aren't Disney bands like they're actual bands um, they still like really are Disney like it really like however they are set differently from how they perform elsewhere I don't know but um, it really does feel like Disney like for instance when I see Fat Cat Swinger I don't feel like I'm missing out on Disney for that hour that I'm watching them. Right. Does that make sense? Like, like feel it feels like a Disney performance. Full on cast members. They feel like it, right? It feels like yeah. they are. And that setup, like how you're saying it's in front of the lagoon. Fat Cat Swinger also has the giant uh, Pixar pal around right behind them and oh, the water. And it's so beautiful. Like it's just like this giant, like picture perfect viewing with a fun act in front of you also. It's just, just so like. You it, can't even get that other places most it's of the time. Overwhelming. <laughs> there was one point where I was thinking to myself, listening to this music, I was like, we don't deserve nice things. In my head, I was just like, we don't deserve <laughs> nice things. I don't deserve this. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it was such a moment. Therapy. <laughs> the therapy, for sure. Um, got on a bunch of the other favorites because, it, again, it was a light day. And I had Genie Plus, so most everything was a walk-on. Um, and the reservation was for, like, at exact times, so I walked right on to the imagination with Figment. I walked right on to Soren, and I don't even like that ride, but it was a walk on, so I was like, "All right, I'll do it." Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was a it was a fun day at Epcot. I also got to see Figment in his holiday sweater with a snowflake on it. 
on the Aww, ride. And the on the ride, how cute! So cute. I didn't expect that. I don't and think I knew they did that because I never. I don't think I ever go there during the holidays. Me either. I didn't know about it either. I finally got to cute. see Spaceship Earth um, up close with all the the light, the beacon of light, beacon of magic, um, and all its different patterns. And then there was a lot, lot of Christmas patterns too this time, and like Ooh. sweater patterns. Oh, it was so cute! The things they could do. I know. With that light, endless rig. now. So cool. Uh, okay, so that's Epcot. A lot of stuff. It was also cold, like you mentioned at Disneyland, and I couldn't find. You know, you were looking. You had a puffy coat. I couldn't find any jacket that had my size. I'm a size large. Um, everything was just like out. Everything was sold out. They, and you know, you ask, and they're like, "No, this is all that's out." I'm like, "Uh huh." Yeah. Can You're you like, "No, I know you back, have please? a thousand boxes back there, but okay." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, although at some stores, I think it's World of Disney at Disney Springs, they now have the an iPad where they can see the inventory. You know, like at Target. Nice. But it's only these two stores. I think it's the same stores only that have the self-checkout also where they're testing oh. it. So it's um, Creations and World of Disney are the ones where they can actually check on their iPad if you ask them to. Very so, cool. yeah, I tried to get some merch. I ended Hot up with tip. a really cute uh, scarf. It's a blue scarf with Walt like Disney that. on it. Yeah, and it says to, to wait, say it. Let's see if you can know it. To all who come. To this, can you finish it? Happy place, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Disneyland is your land. So, um, so yeah, I wore that scarf. <laughs> took tons of photo pass pictures. Um, I could not get into the Space Two Twenty Lounge. I didn't hype myself up to go to it, but I thought I'd see if it was available. But it's still pretty much as crowded and busy, I guess, as when you went to see mm. it. A couple, uh, was it a month ago when it first opened? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was Epcot. What else did I do? So I also went to the Magic Kingdom, of course. I did not go to Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom. I just really did Epcot, Magic Kingdom, back and forth, and um, and then the resort. Again, I was working during the day, too. Um, and so Magic Kingdom was really fun. That's when I really felt the warm hug walking in. Oh. You see Cinderella's castle. <sighs> And it was just, it was right? like a beautiful day. Like it was afternoon when I, you know, like we like to mosey in in the afternoon. The sun was starting to set. Uh, okay. It was like 4.30 PM, but I was supposed to work till six, but I didn't post stories until <laughs> after I, t- <laughs> I took on my camera and then I post them after my entrance to Disneyland. Whatever you took two Disney mental World health hours off. It's fine. Right. Right. And you know, we're, it's bereavement. Suck it. Right. Uh, so of course I did all the things that I wanted to do that made me happy did people mover uh, which was really really fun and it it stopped for quite a long time I don't know if, I, if I've been on it when it was broken that long uh, it was in front of the Astro Orbiter so I took like a thousand pictures of that <laughs> <laughs> over and over until I got the right one um, got to see a bunch of the gold statues more this time than I did last time and then I rode Peter Pan so this was one of the nights where I basically used my Genie Plus for just Peter Pan at night. Big debacle. I don't want to get into all of it because 
this woman cast member. She's a negative Nancy, and I don't want to give her any more strength. But the point is, <laughs> they're being very strict about your Lightning Lane reservations. So if you are past the time of the paid window that you purchased, it doesn't matter if there's crowds in the way. It doesn't matter if they close that entrance to the land. If you are late, you cannot get in. And wait, how long of a window do they give you for the paid ones? One hour. Still only an hour? Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. It's one hour. And and once you do it, you already paid it. So you like have to go. And of course I was going to go. So what happened? And the, the short of it, it was closed down when I got there at the proper time. It broke. So I left, went to go watch the fireworks, came back. And as soon as I got back in, you know, imagine coming from the hub fireworks to Fantasyland. Like it was just this That's like an hour and a half walk. COVIDness. <laughs> yes. And so I finally get to Peter Pan Lightning Lane and I bing, I do the thing. I'm like moseying on in. She's like, you're seven minutes, 17 minutes late. And not in that voice. If you want to hear the voice, it's up on Roz. Insta stories. <laughs> That's like Roz. <laughs> um, but so, anyways, the, the point is ask other people, right? We always have luck if you ask another cast member. So right. I walked past her to the fast pass or not the fast pass but the cast member who checks the the magic band one more time before you get on and i explained to her and she let me right on simple very easy and i was wearing a peter pan shirt too like come on so um <laughs> that but was if they were closed of, down for part of it that should extend your time so yeah oh she kept looking on her ipad she was like I was here when it was broken down and it was only broken down for five minutes. It was your choice to leave. Like you never tell me how long it's going to be exactly, broken down for. You exactly. always go tell me to do something else. So I did. Totally. And if I paid <laughs> to walk on, why am I going to stand there and wait until yeah. it's indefinitely down? Right. I don't know. Right. When. So anyways, what a Hasselhoff. But be careful with those lightning lanes. There's no refunds. And if you're late, they are they might be pretty strict with it. So that's a big tip for you all. If you're going to pay for a lightning glass, lightning lane a la carte. Um, I also got on the new, newly updated Philharmonic, Philharmagic at Fantasyland. And so, you know, this is the OG one with the wraparound screens. And they completely redid the animation. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they use the same footage, but what is it called? It's like upscaled. It's like in whatever the highest four, five, six, eight K there is. It's so <laughs> crisp. And usually with 3D, my eyes get like all blurry. But this worked pretty well because it was fresh, fresh off the press and it worked with the glasses. And then the new Coco scene, I just I got emotional on that one. I mean, Aww. not only is it one of my favorite Pixar movies, not only is it like a brown community movie like Mexicans, like that's so amazing at the time. And then Gabriel, our friend, is Mexican and he loves the Dia Aww. de los Muertos. Ugh. And it was a beautiful moment. It was not a sad moment. It was like you look all around you and you're in the land of the dead and all the great music. And they made all this animation for this attraction. It wasn't like a clip or anything. So did you see it at California Adventure? I have not still. It's good. I, I might even say wait till Disney World because you get the Yeah, proper... I think I was doing that. And then I didn't I didn't even think about it for whatever reason while I was over there. So I, I missed out. But yeah, the one in California Adventure is pretty sad in comparison. <laughs> it is. It is. I haven't read it. I haven't written it, but I can't imagine not having. It's the old Muppets. Really? So it's like a regular theater, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did a lot of stuff at Magic Kingdom. And then I pretty much spent my last full evening at Disney Springs 
which again, I guess because of this therapeutic high, I just was so in love with Disney Springs. Like what? <laughs> Normally I just want to go in and out, get the thing we need and then, you know, mosey a little bit. And I, I walk back and forth from Marketplace to the West Side multiple times because I get lost there very easily. And I went there specifically to watch the new Drawn to Life Cirque du Soleil show. And it just opened up a couple of weeks ago. So I was lucky to have just happened to been there, be there when it opened, got really good seats. And it's a it's a beautiful show. It's not something I would see again and again. But if you like stunts like Cirque du Soleil, Cirque du Soleil type stunts and acrobats <laughs> um, and then mixed with Disney animation. And it's more of the animation process, not just the cartoons. Oh, and so it's this whole story about this little girl who her dad is dead and she's trying to uh, relate to him through his spirit because he was an animator. So she learns how to draw Aww. and it's like there's not really much talking. You know how they do that? It's just all through. like Yeah, it's almost like simlish. From the Sims, like they'll be like, <laughs> like they make these weird noises. I didn't like, know they did that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And the one thing I want to point out um, is there's a thirst trap in this show that I was shocked that they did. It was very Vegas. So there was this one performer. <laughs> um, he was just like, he was like. Uh, tan Adonis like he was just gorgeous like maybe like Brazilian or something and he comes out like you know in those tight acrobatic pants or whatever and then open shirt it's open and it's also uh, see through at the same time like what's the point and so I was like okay that's a little <laughs> much the open shirt because you could see every like his chest abs nips nip slip and then he's one of those amazing people who can just like spin and like he's holding on to this giant pencil that then raises up to the ceiling. And there's now nothing between the tip of the pencil and the floor. It's high up. And he's like spinning around it, spinning and spinning and spinning. And then at one point, he flings his shirt off. Like it's part of the choreography. Oh and I was God. like, whoa. <laughs> okay, they're really, really going for it here. And you could hear all the women, all the women. And I, and I, I hate when people just say women, but that's all I could hear. With the voices of the women like it was like we're yeah, at a no, chip and dale show yeah. <laughs> and i know our fellow gays were out there somewhere but the women were so loud and i was like what is going on this is like a kid's show and but he was just How so talented funny. and these performers they're they work probably night and day on their craft and it, you just hold your breath you know when they're like doing the juggles or they're doing oh my gosh it's so tumbles crazy. and spins and Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, so it, definitely worth it to go see it at least one time. It's a small theater, which is great because it's like an intimate circus-style theater. So really, even if you get the seats far in the back, you'll have a um, great view of the show. And so that's how I started off my night at Disney Springs. Uh, then I just kept walking around. Tons of live music, like just beyond. I would go from one area, and then I stopped hearing the live music and then I started hearing another live music. So there'd be a performer here, a band player there, a, a guitar player here, a violinist playing Toxic by Britney. It was just <laughs> it was just such a moment. And then the part that got me most of all so I was walking down the shopping part, looking for a hoodie, and it just started snowing. And I was like choking on my mask. <laughs> I was like breathing it in. Oh. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. It was so beautiful. 
Uh, I did take my mask off a lot, though, when I was outside. But that time I had it on. It was just gorgeous. And it felt like everything Disney and all the reasons why we love it and all the reasons why our adult friends, like, don't understand it was that. It was in that moment. Like, it just all came together. I'm going to cry. <laughs> That's, I know. And it was, it was just so beautiful. And then they have all the Christmas trees, um, the different themes and all that. But it was I a nice. When you said that in your stories, you said like you were just like, "This is so magical." I'm in a shopping center. Like that's all this is: shopping and food. Right. And it's so magical. Like Disney just has their brand so well laid out everywhere. Everything they touch turns into this magical place. It's so good. So cool. And I was trying to. So that was my last night, and I was trying to reflect back on my trip and certain the th- some of the certain things that I really enjoyed. And they were the things that were either not planned or I didn't have to wait for. So Harmonious, I just went right there because I was in that restaurant for so long. Five minutes of the show started. Perfect view. Um, And then like Peter Pan. Oh, I really enjoyed my moment on Peter Pan once I got in. Lightning Lane, straight on through. And then this, just walking through the mall, shopping center, and it just starts snowing. So it's those like moment, those random moments. I know the live performances that you run into in Disneyland that you love. I love it. It's just amazing. And so lastly, we did ask our followers on Instagram about how we should describe that sad walk out of Disney. When you're leaving Disney, it's like like the Disney version of the walk of shame. (laughs) (laughs) And so you're leaving, you're kind of disheveled, you're tired, but you don't want to go. You're stalling, right? Don't you just stall on your way out? Oh, yeah. I'll go to every every shop. I know I don't want anything in there. (laughs) I've already been in it. Go check it out. Oh, it's like, oh, there's another photo pass person? Well, I might as well take one. Let me go see if they have this. They might have a mat. They might have a, a a better shot than the than the magic photo yeah, pass that maybe was they have a magic two shot. steps away. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so we got some really good suggestions. And the top five are, so suggestions to describe the sad walk out of a Disney park. We have Walt Drowls. We have Dispression. <laughs> That's dark. I can feel that one. We have Magical Grief. <laughs> we have Dispression pairing and they they used it in a sentence it says <laughs> aka despairing uh leaving disney is so despairing i love that okay i love that okay, they put it <laughs> in a sentence for us and my personal favorite melancholy march oh i really like that one those are all really good <sighs> and it's yeah, making so me that sad <laughs> Four night spontaneous trip and it filled my cup everything I needed and it's still with me like it's lasting a little bit longer than I thought yeah right I'm still on my Disney high like it's like coming down a little bit but like it it helped me so much from where I was at before like you know I I don't know like how many people listening to the show have been through hard things uh, recently and or if they can remember when they have been through hard things if they were able to go to the parks after and how that made them feel because it just it really does help and it does one of the things that like especially with, like therapy mental health awareness all that stuff um because disney is such a i don't want to say band-aid but it's such a fix for that for people like us like disney holics um and sometimes it's a little hard to explain 
to others. For instance, you didn't tell your work you're going. I didn't tell my work I was going. Because <laughs> right. they're going to be like, your friend just passed away and you're going to Disneyland? Like, <laughs> people don't understand that, right? They'll be like, you're, do you not even care? But it's exactly the opposite. Like, yeah. we do care so much. We have an attachment with Gabriel in Disneyland. And Disneyland's our favorite happy place, even if Gabriel had nothing to do with it. So right. it's just like yeah. this full package of how to kind of pull together our our therapy session (laughs) and you're just treated so nicely there there's no judgment and you know again we we love the solo trip vibe it's very different than a group trip and yeah it's just it's what we needed there's that i can't keep saying it enough that warm hug that you said that's what it was yeah i'm about to for another warm hug i'm ready to go back let's go (laughs) right (laughs) Um, Well, speaking of Disney therapy, uh, we wanted to reach out to our listeners and see if any of you and or if you know anyone who is a professional therapist, psychologist, anything um, in that field that we might be able to have on the show to talk like real talk about how Disney affects our brains and our emotions and our feelings. Because I think it would be really cool to hear from professional that might even have already witnessed this through other like other patients or whatever. I, just think I would really love cool. to know. Yeah. The scientific part about like the chemicals that it releases. Is it serotonin? Right. Is it serotonin or um, endorphins? It, yeah. And serotonin, just, right? What's yeah. the one when you take <laughs> MDM? Serotonin. MD- <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I felt like I got an injection of serotonin. Right. Yeah. yeah. It really does that. And uh, yeah, I would love to hear that. And I also just would love to hear a, a therapist or a psychologist that, knows what a Disney adult is and that can just break it down for us. That would be so cool. But so even cool. just someone who maybe doesn't know that um, side of things too well, but can still hear us out and then maybe tell us why we are the way we are would be so neat to just hear for Disney Holics altogether. Please, so please, if you please. know anyone, yes, please send them our way. You can send them to our email or you can send them to us via Instagram, however it's easiest. And we would love to have them on the show. Well, With that said, thank you all for listening, and we hope you enjoyed episode 62 of the Disney Holics Show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And if you want to get in touch, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at the Disneyholics.com. Okay, bye. Welcome to Disney Holics Audio Experience, a celebration of the season with the musical talents of Joyful here at Epcot. Enjoy the live music.
celebrated not only by families of African descent, but by people all over the world. And we hope that you'll come back starting December 26th as we sing more songs in celebration of Kwanzaa. This next medley brings us to the spirit of Christmas. We've taken two traditional carols, wrapped them together, and sealed it with a bit of surprise. We're certain you'll enjoy.
at World Showcase. I don't know about you, but I feel that spirit. And that's what makes it so, so special, God. So this season from our family to you and yours, we wish you one for the celebration and praise for the little miracles we receive each and every day. And Epcot, you receive that help of our Father, our King, our Savior, joyful Savior. The angels, the angels come down at the thought of you. And the darkness, darkness gives way to the light. We're going to say the price. The price that you pay.
holiday celebration with joy. We invite you to check the festival out for a listing of other shows and events in celebration of the season. For now, we wish you happy holidays and please enjoy the rest of your day here at the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Disneyland.